Well, greetings, everybody. This is Musical Connections, a podcast about music from Newfoundland and Labrador. This is episode 49, and I am your host, Zach Snow. We got a great episode lined up for you this week, and you know what's scary? All the talent that this province has to offer, and we're going to feature it in spades. On Next to Connect this week, I connect with singer-songwriter Kelsey Arsenault. We talk about her brand new album, Gallery Walls, which was released a few weeks ago. And we talk about her upbringing in music, which includes growing up as the daughter of Rhonda O'Keefe Arsenault. And if you're familiar with that name, you may be familiar with the group Old Irish. We'll have all that and more on Next to Connect, but we're going to get to this week's newfound releases. And these songs were released between October 22nd to the 28th. We're going to kick it off with a group who uh, has really made Newfoundland and Labrador their home over the past couple of years, Anna and Eric. And they recorded a live album at the Peter Easton a couple of months ago, and you'll be hearing more of those tracks on newfound releases as the album keeps rolling along. From Anna and Eric Live, here's their live version of Home on newfound releases. It took 500 years, but now we are through. We were on the papers, we were on the news. The whole world was broken hearted, but they were all really busy, so there was nothing they could do. Oh, home is where the heart is, and heart is where the money is. So we bought an apartment downtown. Second floor near all the good stores We had a view of all the other apartments It was a futile attempt To forget the city that kept reflecting us We divided the world in two And then started a war between me and you And with nothing to gain With home on newfound releases, we now go to singer-songwriter Andrew Rogers, who also plays in the group Fairgale. And Fairgale took home Rock Artist of the Year at the Music NL Awards. And I made a really nice post on my uh, personal Facebook and also commented on Fairgale's Facebook. And just to 
tell them how proud I am of them. A little fun fact. My first interview with Fairgale was in 2015. I was at Coffee Matters downtown, and I interviewed Andrew and Steven when they were just about to release their album, Own the Light. Well, three albums under their belt now, they have now become one of Newfoundland Labrador's best rock bands out there right now. And Steven has a solo album out. Brad has a solo album out. It is now Andrew's turn. I wonder when we're going to hear some from Gary Powers. But anyways, Andrew Rogers is getting his Tom Petty on in this tune. This is Downtown on New Fan Releases. Somebody screaming Bloody Mary in the street. Somebody else shoots the gun. There's a drummer in the distance swaying off the beat. Yeah, and a feral dog sing along. Somebody screeching the tires again. Some shit box calling me louder than a jet. Going all out, trying to impress. Also, an orphanage. It's just the sounds around here. You never really know what you're gonna hear. It ain't always nice, it ain't always pretty. Downtown, it's downtown, it's downtown, it's downtown. There's a woman on the corner, well, out of her prime, a little worse for wearing all the pride. Cigarettes, somebody chucked on the ground He's in his golden days No, he ain't got long now They've been saying that for years It's just the sounds around here You never really know what you're gonna hear It ain't always nice It ain't always pretty No, it ain't James Brown And it ain't Elvis Presley It's downtown Andrew Rogers with Downtown, right here on Newfound Releases. We now go to country singer-songwriter Asetha Power. And Asetha is releasing her first volume of classic country songs. And you can tell a lot of her songwriting is, is influenced from the likes of Tanya Tucker, Dolly Parton, among others. With her take on a Dolly Parton classic, here's Asetha Power for you now on Newfound Releases with her take on Coat of Many Colors. I go wandering once again Back 
to the seasons of my youth And I recall a box of rays that someone gave us And how my mama put the rays to use There were rays of many colors Every piece was small I didn't have a coat it was way down in the fall Mama sewed the rakes together Sewing every piece with love She made my coat of many colors That I was so proud of When Mama sewed she told a story From the Bible she had read About a coat of many colors Joseph wore and then she said I hope this coat will bring you Good luck and happiness I just couldn't wait to wear it Mama blessed you with a kiss My coat of many colors My mama made for me Made only from rags But I wore it so proudly Rich as I could be in my coat, many colors my mama made for me. So, with patches on my breeches and holes in both my shoes, in my coat, many colors I hurried. To find the others laughing and making fun of me in my coat of many colors, Mama made for me. And oh, I couldn't understand it, for I felt I was rich. And I told them of the love my mama sold in every stitch. And I told them all the story. Mama told me while she sold how my coat of many colors was worth more than all their clothes. But they didn't understand it, and I tried to make them see. One is only poor, only if they choose to be. Now I know we had no money, but I was rich. I could be in my coat many colors my mama made for me made just for me with her take on coat of many colors that is the seat of power on newfound releases we now go to superstar Kelly Loader Here's the second single off their upcoming album coming out next year, April 19th to be exact. This is Can't Go Back, right here on Newfound Releases. can say that it's over for good If I could just forget what it feels like without you I would But maybe it's time Maybe I'm ready to start over I walk away Colors change Choice and I can't go back. I feel the pain. 
couldn't see then, now I see on newfound releases and it was a good week for andrew rogers he co-wrote that tune with kelly along with stephen green and it's a great tune at that it's from their upcoming album set to come out next april april 19th is the exact release date of that record we now go to a band that we featured on newfound releases a few weeks ago needle crafts from their album throwed up here is heart killed daisy pills on newfound releases
Kill Daisy Pills, that is Needle Crafts on newfound releases. We now go to hip-hop star Reggie Morales. And here's his brand new tune. My mom is a coffee person. I'm a coffee person. So here's Reggie's song about coffee. This is Coffee Person on newfound releases. I'm a coffee person, and I don't leave me casa without pot on me person. Omnipotent and I'm omnipresent. Let my sins go in the booth, but it's not confession. I should be teaching guitar lessons. Instead, I'm barring out, I should be teaching bar lessons. I hear them rapping and the bar lessons. Everything they say is capping like they are reverence. They try to get reaction, but we aren't stressing. We don't even address it. You could try leaving a message. You cannot dream of contesting this. Don't try scheming against it if you go taking your sh. Guaranteed we intercepted all y'all peewees and effective stepping. I leave on a wreckage. I'm a T Rex and the rest I easily eat and digest. Defeated my feet on your chest. I'm beating. I feel like the best. Uh, I repeat it because this feeling beats feeling depressed. Uh, nah, I ain't done yet. Please don't say nothing. We under the same sunset. Son, you ain't nothing special. You a catfish, I'm official. You taking damage from these missiles. Uh, miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, get it gone. In the booth, empty your full clip and hit a bong. Coffee Person on newfound releases, and we wrap up with The Skeets. From The Skeets 4, here's the second single from that record coming out next year. This is Fine Wine on newfound releases.
And that wraps up this week's batch of new found releases. If you want to be eligible for next week's edition, here's what you need to include. You need to include the song file, which is either in WAV or MP3 form, either or works for me. You can also send me some press photos, landscape or portrait, so that way I can use them in our social media promotion for the new found releases. And I always love to see people be very happy when it comes to their song getting featured on this segment. And tell me a little bit about yourself. Include a little bio as well as some production credits. So in this case, the name of the song, the artist, the album it's from, and the composers. So in this case, be the arrangers or the songwriters. Make sure to include that. And I'll be looking for releases this week that are coming out between October 29th through to November the 4th. And it is now time for Next to Connect here on the Musical Connections podcast. And we are connecting with Kelsey Arsenault. We're going to talk to her all about her debut album, Gallery Walls, the record itself, as well as the two successful album release shows she had at Bannerman just a few weeks ago. Plus, we're going to talk to her all about growing up in a musical family, and along with being the daughter of Rhonda O'Keefe Arsenault, formerly of Old Irish, and we're going to talk about her influences that make up her sound, which you hear on Gallery Walls. So right now, let's get to our Next to Connect segment for this week, as we connect with Kelsey Arsenault. Alrighty, welcome back to Musical Connections, and this is Next to Connect. I'm Zach Snow, and we are going to introduce you to a singer-songwriter who's been around the block and is also the daughter of Rhonda O'Keefe Arsenault, who you may be familiar with if you've ever listened to Old Irish. Well, this singer-songwriter released her debut album a couple of weeks ago titled Gallery Walls, with two great album release shows at Bannerman Brewing in St. John's. Joining me right now to talk all about her brand new album is the one and the only Kelsey Arsenault. Welcome to Musical Connections, Kelsey. Thanks, Zach. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations on the release of your debut album, Gallery Walls. Fantastic, by the way. I got to feature some of the tracks on new found releases in the past, including the title track, which we will play after this conversation. Great album, top to bottom. It's fantastic. Thank you so much. No, it's been such a dream come true getting uh, getting this off the ground and getting everything complete. Well, uh, now that you have this album out, uh, just off the bat here, how are things in your world right now, aside from the fact that you just released your debut? Things in my world are amazing. Everything's moving fast, and um, there are a lot of moving parts right now, so I'm trying to just kind of come down. This is a... Uh, yeah, it's all been surreal, the uh, the work that's gone into everything, and uh, and it's really nice now to kind of take the time to breathe and to settle in and to let myself enjoy all the work that uh, went into the album. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, of course, you had two great album shows. I was planning to go down there, but, uh, of course, uh, I did say one of my tracks in uh, the day that we're actually recording this is the day that the most recent episode of the podcast dropped out with Rhonda Talk Lane. I say I, I was taking a respite mm-hmm. before Music Celebration Week. A little actual known fact, tooth pain. It is the absolute worst, and it really had me (laughs) shut myself down for like a few days. But I'm feeling much better now, Um, back to uh, just getting my energy back. And uh, it really does take that to, you know, get yourself to relax and just collect yourself after all the hard work you've done. And uh, you yourself, uh, you just came off of COVID-19 diagnosis. And uh, it really kind of <laughs> yes. tastes like, you know, either getting sick or, you know, having pain somewhere where, you know, it's not really the best uh, feeling in the world. It's wild. It's and I mean, if you don't take care of your wellness, you'll end up taking care of your illness. And so exactly, uh, I've been very busy myself. So it kind of, I don't know, I think it was a sign for myself to just take it easy a bit. Um, but everything went off smoothly in the end. And and, uh, and thankfully, uh, the voice came back and everything was great. That's awesome to hear. Now, uh, I want to go back to your early days in music because, of course, you are the daughter of Rhonda O'Keefe Arsenault, who played in the group Old Irish in the 1980s. So uh, what was it like uh, growing up in a musical family? And uh, what else uh, drew, drove you uh, to get you into music in the first place? Yeah, so um, so yeah, mom was a singer or is still a singer, and uh, and put out an album in her twenties. So uh, so growing up, I mean, that was before I was born. So that album's been out for longer than I've been alive. Um, <laughs> so that was always in our household, you know. Um, nice. 
I, I, I looked up to my mom in, you know, in the classic way of looking up to a parent, but also in the way that I admired her musicianship and, uh, and yeah, that, that song and that album was really just a soundtrack to my childhood along with so many others. Um, but growing up along with my mom, my brother is really musical. He plays guitar and sings in the house too. Uh, so between the two of us and uh, and mom and also my grandfather, Jimmy O'Keefe, we uh, we had music flowing kind of through the generations. And uh, and it was really special to be able to be surrounded by all of that growing up. And it ha- no doubt inspired a lot of my uh, my pursuing of music. So how important have your parents been to uh, your music career in general, Kelsey? Oh, they've been amazingly supportive. I mean, they're just, you know, every every show they try to get out to and every gig and my mom's always sharing a Facebook post that uh, that goes up there. Um, so I would say that I'm very blessed to have uh, to have parents like them in my life. and I don't take that for granted. Absolutely. And uh, my mom and dad share everything that I do when it comes to this podcast uh. and any other projects that I got. I mean, it's awesome. We're lucky. Yeah. Like in the back of your mind, you're just like, stop it. You're embarrassing me. I don't want my parents just to like what I do. <laughs> I want other people to like what I do. But clearly uh, they like what you do. They like what I do. But uh, when it comes yeah. to like your parents, once you remove all that out of the equation, they're all you got. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, you've been around the block for a couple of years. You've done songwriter circles uh, for the past few years. So uh, take me back to that moment where you decided, you know what, I got these songs in the bank, it's time to go record an album. Uh, what was going through your mind uh, when you decided that you really wanted to, uh, you know, make this uh, album uh, idea come to fruition? Yeah, so uh, a lot of these songs kind of started from the RPM challenge back in 2021. Um, at that time, a lot of my friends were doing uh, little EPs and records and and sharing their stuff, and it was I was looking at them all like, you're all so brave. This is amazing. This is so creative and colorful. And uh, and I want to kind of do that too. Uh, and Jordan, my partner, was a big encouragement in, uh, in you know, telling me these are worth hearing. These are worth releasing. Just, just put something out there and see how it goes. And so I would be sending him little clips of, uh, of different songs. And then if I had something complete, I might... Uh, bring it up the shore and show my brother and, you know, what do you think of this song? What do you think of that? Um, and the feedback was pretty positive all the time. So I said, you know what, like maybe more people might want to hear these songs and there might be something in there that speaks to someone out there. So um, I actually was asked to open up for Rosemary Lawton's album release uh, for her canvas album, which was uh, her originals. And uh, and it was at that release that I uh, was introduced to Claire Follett, who became my producer for my own records. So it was all really full circle. And then the two of them backed me up at my album release show. Um, and it's all just been really special and friendship forming and and growth. You know, it, it's been beautiful. Let me just say one thing about Claire Follett. I think she's like 21, 22 or something. And she's making, like, these full-length albums for the likes of yourself and Rosemary. Oh, and, Claire uh, is awesome. I, I, I wasn't even yeah. doing that stuff at 22. I mean, like, uh, I was only learning how to, like, make stuff at 22. And she's making full-length <laughs> albums at 22. That is a badass right there. Now, um, of course, uh, let's dive more into that. So what's it like working with someone uh, who is uh, multi-talented as Claire Follett? It's honestly, it's been so amazing. She's helped me grow and expand uh, what I even thought that these songs could become. Um, When I approached her with the collection, I had eight demos that were recorded kind of on my little USB mic or on my phone (laughs) at home. It was just me and my piano and my guitar. And so I, I sent these eight songs to her and I said, what do you think of, you know, of doing an album of these? And she was on board right from the start. Um, but when we got the demos down and kind of got the bed tracks together, she started building and she just started adding blocks and layers. I uh, I told her some of my inspirations, like uh, things like Amelia Kern and, and Phoebe Bridgers and, and sounds that I was drawn to. And she kind of just took that and ran with it and helped me create sounds that I would never have been able to, I think, create on my own. So having her talent and her ears... Um, 
kind of lend themselves to the album just elevated what I thought I could do. So I was very lucky to work with her. Oh, absolutely. And uh, she actually just uh, a couple of months ago signed with Silico Records as an engineer as well. And um, when you get compliments from Greg Wells saying like how good of a job she's doing, she's doing something right. Oh, totally. And she's up for producer of the year, too. She's got my vote. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty stacked list, I tell you that much. Now, of course, uh, you mentioned Amelia Curran and Phoebe Bridgers as inspirations for this record. Um, What other artists that uh, do you take inspiration from uh, for this record? Because I think I said off the air here, uh, this album sounds very like Nora Jonesy, like a very jazzy kind of sound. So uh, tell me a little bit more about the artists that you take inspiration from. Yeah, so... uh... I, when I started writing the songs, I never thought of writing them as a collection, but I realized after that the thematic material ends up being woven throughout, Um, but some of the songs have a really different sound than others. Some of them have a more jazzy vibe, Um, some are maybe country or like pop, folk pop influence, so there's different, um, I guess, hints to different genres all throughout the record. But I think along with, uh, of course, Amelia is a number one for me. Uh, She has definitely, Amelia Kern has definitely been a influence, especially on my lyrics. Um, I've got her book of lyrics and I I read it. It's like poetry. It's like a book of poems. And I, uh, I've always just been fascinated by the way she can turn a phrase. So I, I try to embody some of that in my own writing, of course. And, uh, and I think Ron Hines as well. Um, one of my friends said that they heard a, a little bit of No Kathleen vibes in Eastern Time, which I kind of loved. Uh, <laughs> nice. The, the comparison, because Ron's been a big inspiration musically as well, and another Fairyland fella. Oh, yeah, and you're from the Southern Shore yourself. You grew up in Fairyland, right? Yes, we're both from the same hometown. So <laughs> I undoubtedly was uh, was you know, raised on Ron Hines like the rest of us. So he was a big inspiration musically. Um, along with them, yeah, uh, Rose Cousins, love her sound. Um, locally, Jackie Sullivan, love her writing. Oh, yeah. um, and have, have grown up to, you know, admiring her Out of the Rain album that was spinning in my in my player when I was like 12. So, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, just a lot of a lot of different people, and and Nora Jones, like you said, you know, like seeing um seeing a, a female artist playing the piano and and taken to the stage was always inspiring. For sure. Now, um, you ended up sell- settling on the title "Gallery Walls." Uh, what's the inspiration behind that title? So, "Gallery Walls" was the last song that I wrote, actually, on the whole collection. Um. And and I was I was wondering if I was going to do maybe a self-titled album. And uh, at one point it was going to be called Theories of Contentment because each of the songs has wow. a little theme of indecision and contentment. So I was I was playing around with a few different titles and then um, Gallery Walls just ended up standing out to me um, because what I want the album to really represent is the way that the different experiences in our lives can kind of shape us mm. and, and paint the, you know, metaphorical gallery wall yeah. of our lives. So each little standalone experience made a song and uh, made a portrait of, of my being for the last couple of years. So that's that's kind of where it grew from. Absolutely. Now, um, you released this uh, on October the 8th, and you had two great album release shows at Bannerman Brewery. I did have tickets to one of those. I sorry I couldn't make it, of course, because of this <laughs> damn tooth that I've been have pain that I've been having uh. well for like years, really. But like the weekend uh, before your album release show, it really got bad. But of oh, course, no. uh, you had two great album release shows, and uh, you had a great band with you. Uh, of course, you had your partner Jordan Young, you had Claire Follett, Rosemary Lawton, Amy Collier Holmes, I believe, was part of your band, and I forget. Get the drummers. And Chris Donnelly was there on drums. So uh, Chuck Bucket did the recorded drums and he wasn't able to make the show. And Chris Donnelly um, was phenomenal at the at the release shows. Yeah, of course. uh, Of course, uh, Chris Donnelly plays with Kelly Loader a lot. Um, So uh, how are the album release shows and uh, what was your reception to the uh, to the shows and to the album? The shows were honestly surreal. I I spent the whole month being kind of nervous about it, you know, leading up and feeling excitement and nervousness because I think they're housed in the same part of my brain. Can't blame um, you there. 
Yeah. And then once the day came and, and I was there, you know, it just kind of lifted and I, I was lucky enough to actually just enjoy the shows and try to really be present. And I felt so much love, you know, the rooms were uh, for both nights were full of friends and family and people who have supported me for years. So just being able to exist in that warmth with everybody there um, was a really powerful feeling. And, uh, and everything went really smooth. Like the band was so tight and they were all just professionals and amazing to, to get to work with them and to hear my own music kind of like, vibrating around me um in the room was, nice. was special yeah that's wonderful now uh where can people get this album to of course i would imagine they can get it at fred's records uh one of the best record stores in the country uh where, where can people yes. uh, get the record to so the album is yeah it's available down at fred's records i uh, i just did a drop off actually uh down there which was super exciting awesome. um to see to see my own CD down there on the wall, and uh, if you want, you can get in touch with me directly. I've got a Facebook page with Kelsey Arsenault Music. Uh, I can get you a CD. I can send you a copy, uh, and then you can also stream it anywhere you stream your music online: Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, uh, all those places. Absolutely, but the most important part you got to get is the hard copy because it is money in your pocket. Oh, big believer. Got to get the hard copy. I'll sign it for you and everything. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's my favorite part. I got like a full collection of uh, CDs in, in my room. And uh, of course, uh, I always uh, emphasize uh, when it comes to uh, supporting the artist, merchandise and hard copies of CDs really help out the artist because it's more money Absolutely. in their pocket. Versus a stream where you barely even get like a fraction of uh, money when it comes to uh, you know, so streaming a song. So true. And there's so much nice art on the uh, on the physical copy. I'm here looking at it now. And Judd Haynes did the graphic design of course. for the record. And it comes with a little lyric booklet. So I've got all of my lyrics written out. Um, and if you get a copy of the, the physical CD, you can uh, get a little lyric book to come with it. That is wonderful. Now, of course, uh, what else is next for you? Because uh, by the time that this interview, uh, when it drops, uh, you will have completed a show uh, with the Dolly Kits uh, at the Concert of Hope for the Eating Disorder Foundation. And uh, aside from that, what else is next for you, Kelsey? Yes, that's right. So uh, I do hope to continue uh, doing some gigs with my uh, my new band called the Dolly Kits, which is with uh, the special guest of my album release, Katie Barber, and with Jordan Young. Uh, so that has been a really fun uh, band to put together, and it's been really fun, you know, collaborating and I love to sing a Hermeline line, so uh, so that's been great. Uh, I think after that, I really hope to settle into some more songwriting. I've uh, I've been doing so much recording of these songs that were written a while ago that I haven't really gotten the space to to sit and write in a little while. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to just spending some quality time with my family, my loved ones, and. Uh, and making time for the important stuff, because uh, if, you know, the last few years taught us anything, it's uh, that's what it's all about. Exactly. Uh, on the note of the Dolly Kits, will you guys be recording anything in the near future? Not in the near future, but in the future. That is definitely a goal of ours. So uh, I would keep your eyes out for 2024 uh, for something in that, uh, in that line. Katie Barber is an amazing singer and songwriter in her own right and uh getting to work together is is just the best yeah i think i featured a christmas song last year if i'm not mistaken yes she put out her first single and it was a it was a christmas song yeah yeah it's uh the greatest gift is a memory I'm it's thinking. a memory yeah, yeah perfect i got it's it right beautiful awesome I, of course uh <laughs> We're on episode 49 of the Musical Connections podcast uh, on this Next to Connect segment, and I forget half of the releases that I've had over the past, like, <laughs> 11 months, but uh, it's crazy to believe how far this podcast has come in such a short amount of time. Now, for people who want to follow you on your journey uh, with Kelsey Arsenault and uh, with the Dolly Kits and anything else that you're doing, uh, where can they go to? Yeah, so I would say the best place to see kind of updates on what I am doing is on my Facebook page, which is just Kelsey Arsenault Music. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram or on YouTube, uh, where I post some videos. Um, I'm mostly hoping to to do some stuff around St. John's. I've got a songwriter circle coming up at the ship on November 2nd with uh, Jerry Stamp, 
Dave Witty and Mallory Johnson, which is very exciting. Awesome. Um, and yeah, my my Facebook page is usually up to date with the with the happenings. Well, Kelsey, it is a pleasure to have you on the Musical Connections podcast. Finally, uh, of course, congratulations on the release of Gallery Walls. We're going to play the title track right now. So, Kelsey, thanks again for joining me on Next to Connect. All the best to you, and congratulations again on the release of Gallery Walls. Thank you so much, Zach, for all you do. Always great to catch up with Kelsey there. You can get her brand new album, Gallery Walls, wherever you stream or wherever you purchase your music. And here's the title track for you now on the Musical Connections podcast. on episode 49 of new fan releases big thank you to kelsey for joining me on next to connect as well as to all the musicians who contributed their tunes for new fan releases 
any question about any segment of the podcast, whether it be new fan releases or next to connect, email them to musicalconnectionsnl at gmail.com or DM me on my various social media channels. Well, it is episode 50 next week, and I can't thank you all enough for sticking with me for this long. I truly, truly appreciate it, and we are not done by a long shot. And I figure for episode 50, we get a very big guest for this one. We're going to be talking with singer-songwriter, as well as the co-producer of Sunny Don't Go Away, the tribute album for Ron Hines, the one and the only Corey Tedford. We talk all about Ron Hines in next week's episode, plus how the whole album came together and his upcoming tour throughout the province starting November the 18th in Carbonier, wrapping up in Labrador on the 26th, and he's going to be making a stop here to St. John's on the 25th. Of course, you can listen to that next Tuesday at 12 noon. All new Musical Connections episodes drop every Tuesday at 12 noon, Newfoundland Standard Time on your favorite podcasting services, and of course, you can get them on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for connecting this week. As always, I've been your host, Zach Snow. Stay safe and please be kind to one another. And until next time, safe home.